Thank you for listening to today's episode of State Your Line. If you're a fan of State Your Line, be sure to go vote for us this week. Voting ends on September 30th for Best Local Podcast in Kansas City and The Pitch Magazine. So you can find the link to vote in our bio or you can Google Best of Kansas City, The Pitch, and vote for us for Best Local Podcast there. Also, remember, we've got some Raytona Beach koozies on sale too. So slide into those DMs and we'll get you a state your line rake tona beach koozie onto the show welcome into state your line a podcast for kansas city and by kansas Cityans. we are the ritz brothers today is september 28th and have no fear because josh gordon's here all oh. the problems are solved, right? Yeah, it does. That, feel, that's all it takes. Yeah, because uh, the offense—that was the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the news broke that Josh Gordon was signing like right before we started recording. So, mm-hmm. um, I think the professional thing to say is, I I got to do the research. I got to do the research. First. I haven't I haven't done enough research to know whether or not I like this signing. I think I do like it. I'm I, I'm ju- I'm getting talked into it. I'm in a couple text threads where okay. we're talking about it. I'm getting more talked what's, into it. What's talking you into it? Who's he going to take snaps away from? Yeah. Who cares? I think Dory's Fountain's on the active roster, so. Okay. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Who, yeah. If he and takes camp. snaps away from, from Demarcus Robinson, who cares? Yeah. If he takes snaps away from uh, Pringle, who cares? If he takes snaps away from any of those guys, like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a fair so point. I, I'm definitely being talked into it over like the Le'Veon Bell signing because that's the first thing like I want to compare it to. Like midseason guy who has trouble um, staying on the field for p- personal reasons. Um, mm-hmm. Type of like past his prime probably. I mean, I think Gordon's 31 He's or 30, 32. 31, okay. yeah. Um, so like very comparable to Le'Veon Bell signing. Le'Veon Bell was signed and would have taken snaps away from Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if Le'Veon Bell gets the ball, then that means Mahomes doesn't have the ball. So like that's my issue there. But uh but yeah, I I'm being talked into this. I saw some stats that are gonna talk me into it even more. So um Chiefs wide receiver snaps uh that line up outside, so split wide. Mm-hmm. Um the number one uh wide receiver on the Chiefs team that splits out wide, so out wide is uh, Demarcus Robinson at 72 snaps, which is 79% of his snaps. He's out wide. Um, Josh Gordon's career snap percentage out wide is 87%. So, so the he's majority be out of there. the time he's out wide. So he's not taking anything away from the inside, which is obviously Hill and, and Kelsey and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So he's going to be taking snaps away from heart, uh, from D Rob, which I don't have a problem with real shame. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Gordon had nine catches that went over 10 yards in the air in 2019, 18 catches where the ball traveled more than um, uh, 10 yards in the air in 2018. Um, of the Chiefs' non-Hill receivers, uh, for a 16-game pace, um, Hardman would have six, D-Rob 11, Pringle five. Okay. So like, as far as catching the ball downfield where the ball travels more than 10 yards in the air, uh Gordon appears to be good at that where Hardman is not maybe one or two a year that are huge, but most of the time he's catching, you know, jet sweeps as we saw a lot and screens and whatnot and Pringle and D Rob, you know, again, 
who cares if Gordon takes snaps away from those guys? Yeah, I, I agree. And <clears throat> also my analysis, you were like, oh, I got to wait, wait and see. That's a professional thing to do. Mine is what number is he going to wear? Then I think that's going to determine if how I like good it. he's going to be. How good he's going to be. What are we thinking? So like, what if he lines up at number six? That's available. I hate it. Hate it. Okay. Hate the signing. He number, will not be good. He could be number nine. I'm liking it a little bit more. Okay. 19. I love it. 18. Mm, no. 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 Not good there. 16. Sure. Yeah, I think that could look good. That could or, look good. What about uh, two? Is two available? Uh, Two is available. I would love two. Two and three are available. I don't even know <laughs> if two... I don't even know why I like two, but I really I hate three. Mm-hmm. I really like two. Though. Okay, and fourteen also available. No, get that out of here. Sammy, Sammy Watkins. Watkins. I don't want to. Yeah, I like the nineteen. A little Jeremy Macklin. I like nineteen. Resurgence. Did I say I like nine, or did I say I didn't like nine? I can't uh, remember. You liked, I think I liked nine. Yeah, I like nine now. If I didn't mm-hmm. like nine, you, yeah, I think you did because you didn't I like six. Now. You didn't like six. I, I don't like six. And if you did like it, now you don't like it anymore. Correct. So yeah. that that'll be big. I'm. Visually, that'll be very important. Like, I, I can't see him dominating in the number six. No. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. And he wore 10 previously, which obviously he's not going to do that. Two. Now, but I, I like two and 19. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. So we'll like see. It. We'll see what number he wears. That's big for me. But So, yeah, I mean, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I mean, it, you look at the, the defenses, what they're doing is they're, they're, as Romo said, they're putting a roof on the defense, mm-hmm. and you need someone to take that top off. Take and the if they're going to take two guys to double hill – you need another deep threat, and if that's Josh Gordon, who's good at running those routes and might deepen those safeties for Tyreek to get open more for Underneath. Travis. Well, Travis is always open. Yep. He still is Mr. Consistent. Uh, but just opening up that offense more, because obviously Robinson, Pringle, they're not doing it. They're they not can't. getting it done. No. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, do you want to talk about the game? Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, again, we signed Josh Gordon. Offense, I don't think, is the problem. Uh, or I'm not. I'm not. Let me just say, rephrase that. They were with four turnovers. Yes, they were. But it's not an unsolvable problem. It's not like I'm worried about this offense who gained 437 yards and 33 touchdowns or first downs. Mm -hmm. So just with turnovers, I think that's something that can be cleaned up and that we can get better at. And so going forward, I'm not as concerned about the offense. Um, But I agree. Again, Patrick Mahomes, this is... This is your legacy. This is who you want to be. The guy when we get the ball two minutes down a score or tied, you go win that game. Mm-hmm. And so it's very disappointing to see him come up short a couple times yeah, in a row the, these last two weeks. The first was not his fault, obviously. The fumble yeah. by CEH. He was taking him down the field. The Chiefs were going to win that mm-hmm. game, and CEH fumbled. Um, literally nothing Mahomes could Quarterback have Quarterback stats, wins and losses, though. I'm big there on that go. stat. Yeah. So that was a loss in my book. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think, you know, the offense is is not the issue. Um, the defense actually played better this game. It did. Um, and I think the Chargers are good, and I think Herbert's, I think Herbert's very good. Um, so the panic button, I, yeah, I'm not panicking. I, I was making a Likert scale earlier with, like, not worried at all, somewhat worried, yeah. neutral, Getting worried and panic buttons. Yeah, where are you at? I'm I'm somewhat worried. Okay, so Be- just somewhat worried. Somewhat worried. Okay, because because the 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 problems that we have seem to be um, reoccurring and and not fixing. I mean, we talked about a lot about them last week, like with the defense and 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 with the talent that we have over there just not being very good. Like and the the talent that we're missing on offense is in the wide receiver two position mm-hmm. um, because Pringle had two drops this week. Yeah, that would have been. Huge plays. The second drop, 
maybe the game was already out, but it was still a drop. And the first the first drop, yeah, the had, second drop would have been really nice to have a shot or two yeah. from twenty five yards out. Would we have won the game? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still takes a relative kind of hail mary ish. But and then the first drop was was inexcusable as well. So like, yeah, that hurts. But um, but yeah, I'm a little bit worried. Mellinger, Sam Mellinger had a really good article. It was actually yesterday. Um, about the Chiefs are not, and this is what he said, the Chiefs are not in a football crisis because of losses to two good teams. That came down in the final minute. The Chiefs are in a football crisis because they have a troubling habit of publicly declaring they will concentrate on and fix specific problems only to watch those problems persist and in some mm. cases grow. So the Chiefs talking about how all offseason, they talked about how they're going to fix their red zone defense. Uh-uh. Definitely not. Fixed. Nope. Eleven to twelve touchdowns. The Chiefs talking about how they need to um, close out games and win games. If you remember last year, they had all these backdoor covers because te- and games would always look closer than they were because we couldn't close out games. That has obviously not been fixed. And then taking care of the ball, preventing turnovers, that has not been fixed. All of those problems have seemed to have grown when it was something that they three problems that they specifically said they were going to focus on and fix. So that is an actual problem. When you publicly say we know our problems and then you can't fix them. That's where I, that's where I'm on that, like somewhat worried mm-hmm. um, label there. But like our offense is still, I mean, we had three straight turnovers and then we scored on four straight possessions. Yeah. Teams don't do that. Teams that turn the ball over four times, don't score as much yeah. as we do. And the the turnovers and were keep the game again, that close. Relatively fluky ish. It, mm-hmm. It's not like Mahomes had a horrible misread and threw a horrible interception. Right. Like I mean, uh who dropped it? Kemp. Kemp. Mm-hmm. Yawn. Yeah. Immediately. Sorry, Kemp. Um but like yeah, Kemp with the drop and the pick. And it and it took an incredible play. So like when we talk, it took an incredible play to make that interception. Yeah, that was going to be a highlight forever, too. It was no look. I know. And it hit him right in both hands. But when we talk about things like, we said this at the beginning of the year after the Cleveland game, I think, there's a reason why people don't trust like one score wins. Or, yeah, one score wins. When you beat a team by one score. The Chiefs were like 11-1 and one in that category over the last like couple of years. Mm-hmm. That That's not a stable statistic because... And it's due for regression because any small mistake or any fluke or any randomness that you input flips into it. flips that. And so we are seeing that now. We're seeing that regression come back. We've lost two one-score games in a row, and that's why we're seeing us come back to the mean because in a one-score game, one bad penalty call, one bad referee mistake, one bad fumble, it flips that game from a win into a loss. And so that's why when we're, when we're talking about like do for regression on one score wins, um, that's why, because one thing can go wrong and we're one and two mm-hmm. and we could easily be three and zero right now. We could easily be oh, and three. three. And that's why all I want to do is win games by 16 points. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I'm tired of winning close games. Yeah. Especially for like when we go to Phil, Philly next week, I'd love to win by more than one score. I want to win by should. 34. I would love to. Uh, but I also, it's just super frustrating every loss because it's every team's Super Bowl mm-hmm. when they yeah. play us. And we talked about it with the Ravens. The way other teams celebrate just pisses me off. You watch the Chiefs win a game. It's an expected. We won. Mm-hmm. Other teams are like, finally, I beat the Chiefs. Yeah, that was they definitely beat me Herbert. So many, yeah, that, and that was Herbert. Uh, and then you get the best from every team. Like, now we know teams are going to go for it on fourth down. Teams 
are saying, all right, I, I cannot kick field goals. Mm-hmm. And why would I? Because your red zone defense sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but teams are realizing that, so they're going to be super aggressive against us, and our defense has got to be ready for mm-hmm. that. And I think now we know that. But there's also there's no blueprint. No. At all. No. Like if your your blueprint was we turn the ball over four times. Mm-hmm. If we don't turn the ball over four times, we win that game by two mm-hmm. scores, I think. So And the, I mean kind of a blueprint, doubling Tyreek every single time. But eventually that's gonna wear down. And you saw it in the second half. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs were moving the ball at will when they wanted to. Yeah. Going underneath to Hardman a lot. They're moving the ball in the first quarter at will, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um I mean the Chiefs had thirty three first downs. They had twenty three second half first downs. So like the Chiefs can move the ball whenever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was unlucky. The CEH fumble was unlucky. He he if you remember the CEH fumble, he was almost tackled in the backfield, made a great play yeah. on a second effort, and it was one of those second effort trying to get more um type of type of plays. And so uh yeah, that you know, I'm a little concerned about um Andy Reid's screen game. He ran Two screens that did not work at all. One went for a touchdown, mm-hmm. but two did not work at all. Um, and uh, what other? What were some other notes? Hitchens played really well. Yeah. Other than giving up the Eckler TD, which was a lot of confusion. But other than that, Hitchens mm-hmm. played really, really good. Uh, and that Eckler TV on the on the pass could have been Matthews. Um, uh, is Chris Jones good? Something you tweeted out mid game. I'm very dumb. Uh huh. I'm a very dumb, dumb person. <laughs> yeah, you um, are. I broke rule number one. Don't tweet when you're hot and you're bothered and your was team is Was there water in the stadium this week? Uh, I brought my own water bottle. Okay, good call. Yeah. And uh, But don't tweet when you're drunk and hot and your team is losing. Just don't do it. Don't do it. I did it. I tweeted Chris Jones. <laughs> are is we he, sure is he good? Are we sure he's good? Um, that was dumb. I rewatched the game today. He Chris is. Jones is very good. He's a wrecker. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, I'm I'm not worried. The Chiefs are still the Super Bowl favorites. Like they're still yep. favored in Vegas. Um so yeah, I, I I'm I'm not too worried, but I'm somewhat worried. Yeah. And it's there. The worry is there. The I worry want, is there. And and I want Mahomes to be better. Mm-hmm. Like I want I want that confidence back cuz I had it. I did have it again this week like all mm-hmm. right, we're winning this game cuz Mahomes has got the ball back. Yeah. So I want to get that back. Also, the CBS did not show enough replays of the pass interference that literally yeah. won the game for the Chargers. I know. We I got still, one very, very tiny replay, mm-hmm. and that was it. It was, first of all, the it ref. Was very ticky-tacky. The ref called that. it on the wrong guy. Yeah. So the ref says number 49. And then we don't think Sorenson, to have a replay. And we don't have a replay ready to go. That's so, bad. like, it was literally the biggest play of the game. And the CBS and it was a foul that you couldn't see, and CBS did not show a replay mm-hmm. until much later, and it was not even enough of that either. Uh, yeah. So um, weird and annoying there because I don't know. It's tough to call that, and if you're going to call that fourth and nine pass interference, then you got to call something on the hail mary. Yeah, because Travis Kelsey being tackled, literally tackled, and same with Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Like th- no one's playing defense; they're just I, tackling. I, I hate the notion of times running out, so I'm going to completely change how I officiate the rule. For 99.9 percent of the game, we officiate it one way, and mm-hmm. then in the final seconds, in all sports, we decide we are going to officiate the game a different way. Yeah, which I think is a dumb, it's very dumb weird. thing about sports. It's very dumb, and, and it's, it, it's across the board in sports. Yeah, and you gave it on the fourth and nine, which was. A key pivotal pivotal play there. Huge. It's just as big of a play to give it to us on the Hail Mary. So, like, yeah. I understand if you don't want to call it on either, but I agree. Just call the game 
and the fouls how they should be called. Like mm-hmm. that's why you have rules in a rule book. So uh, obviously, if it was the other way, you know, yeah, if it was the Chiefs exactly. playing defense and the I Chargers wanted to benefit me. Yeah, of <laughs> course, obviously, but but yeah. So, anyways, Chiefs are fixed. Uh, Josh Gordon just fixed the entire franchise mm-hmm. as as he does most franchises. Most franchises, yeah. Josh Gordon's going to come in here and fix this thing. All right, full confidence in that. All right, moving <laughs> on. Uh, wrap to wrap up week three there. Uh, should, we, should we like explain who Josh Gordon is real quick for people who maybe don't know who listen to this show non sports? <laughs> Josh Gordon. Uh, I mean, what did he get drafted in like 2011? I think. Yeah, he was an He's all pro. Around. He was an all pro. He had like 1600 yards one year for the Browns, mm-hmm. uh, and then has not been able to stay off the weed since then. It's basically been suspended for. Multiple oh, wow. seasons, yeah, multiple seasons, five or six times has been sus- suspended for the drug policy. Um, every time he's come back and played, he's looked okay. He's looked pretty good, and so we're he's taking a, big a fire dude. on him. He's got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. So that's Josh Gordon. That's Josh Gordon. Uh, all right, openings to talk about this week. Uh, we've got Magic Noodle uh, out in Overland Park, right? Magic Noodle opening out uh, on 159th in Antioch. This okay. is a hike. That's a hike. Well, it's like 159th and 69th Highway, but yeah. Oh, Antioch, the there's highway. a Red Door okay, Grill out there that uh, is Eat opening it. out there. So um, this is this opened actually in April. So I love this. I love noodles. I know. So this is opened by uh, Elvin Louie. Um, so he basically said he saw like Kansas City um, turning and taking a trend into more Thai food and more like ramen and noodle, and so he wanted to bring his favorite noodle to Kansas. Um, so he he makes. Uh, a noodle called Lamayan, L-A-M-I-A-N, Lamayan, which is these hand-pulled noodles. You may have seen this on like one of the thousand of uh, food shows that are out there, but it's a hand-pulled noodle that you make from dough, and it originated in Lanzo, China. Of course, I know you knew that. Yep, I'm Lanzo. reading all about it. Yeah, and uh, but they're these hand-pulled noodles, and. Uh, it's a skill. It's an art. It's really cool to watch. You again. You've probably seen this before, but they stretch these noodles out super long by hand, and they're making all these noodles by hand. Um, the the noodles at at Magic Noodle are prepared right in front of the customer, like right there behind like some plexiglass, but mm, just like those right fresh in front noodles. Of they they mm. boil or they cook quickly. And um, he said it's it's pretty challenging uh, hiring people that can do it because it's like a a craft that he has learned his entire life, like. Those, that's what they made where he was from in China. So it's hard to train that, but uh, but they're working on it to make up for short shortage of people. They're having a robotic kitten deliver the food to your table. Sweet. So this is a uh, little robot called Bellabot. Uh, Bellabot is like this four foot tall robot with like four trays in like fake kitten hands. And it talks, and it uh, it uses AI. It and, zooms around. Yeah. yeah, it just zooms around the like restaurant. Like a Roomba a little bit, but it, it's got your food on it. Yeah, and delivers li- delivers your noodles. Uh, so that is Magic Noodle on 159th and Antioch. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they just take the food off the uh, off the stove, mm-hmm. slide it into the robot, and the robot comes right over yeah. to your table and says, hey, yeah. here's your food. It's like a it's like a Chinese uh, uh, Fritz's. Did you have the tip? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, looks good, though. Uh, also uh, opening, uh, what do we have next? Uh, the Dior restaurants. Dior. Isn't Dior like those heinous, um, I don't know, Natalie Portman and Charlize Theron commercials for perfume? There is a Dior per- perfume, I think, yes. Aqua de Jour. 
What's that? Aqua de Jo. What is that the same thing? That's a different thing. Not to be confused with Sauvage, the Johnny Depp cologne. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought Sauvage was like Aqua a... de Jo we used in like middle school, I think. No, high school. High school? Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought uh Sauvage no, is that Savage? Savage is What about Johnny Rihanna? Depp. What's Rihanna got? I don't know what she's got. Do you know Rihanna was a uh billionaire? No idea. Self made billionaire. Yeah, Savage is a lingerie line by uh Rihanna. Oh, okay. That's how she's a billionaire. Okay, I thought we were still on Savage by Johnny Depp. No, Savage by okay. Rihanna. Uh, so Dior, I'm going to look this up. Dior perfume. Oh, there is a Dior perfume. Uh, yep, that's definitely Portman. Uh, and they make Savage. They make Savage. Oh, wow. Okay, must be. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Miss Dior is Portman. Savage is Johnny Depp. Miss Mr. Dior is Johnny Depp. Yes, that's Mr. Dior to us. Um, uh, so, anyways, uh, so Dior perfume. Rest- what are they serving up? No, Dior restaurant um, Must be is opening. Uh, it's by Carrie and Aspen Ricks. A couple opening it. They, I like this. They said, "Why do we buy food from restaurants that we know they are serving prepackaged frozen food? Yeah. Why are there no made from scratch restaurants in Overland Park?" So they said, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So they're taking Shots over. Shots fired at Suburbia right there. Yeah. Like huge. one time I remember going to Applebee's and asking for something. And I was like, can there not be pickles on that? And they're like, well, it comes like frozen and packaged all together. So I can't take the pickles out. I was yeah. like, why am I here? <laughs> the fajitas. You can't just get no, no onions because mm-hmm. it's all in one thing. Uh, but they wanted to make some uh, made from scratch uh, food in Over the Park. So they took over Llewellyn's Pub on 151st and Metcalf. Um, Llewellyn's Pub, I guess it closed some point over the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, we probably covered it. Um, they are doing their meats from E3 Meats in Fort Scott, which at this point, if you're at 151st and Metcalf, is Fort Scott closer than like downtown Kansas City? Uh, that's a good question. Fort Scott is always the sign that I see on 69 Highway where it's like, you're oh, on your way to Fort Scott. That is true. Yeah, you're, you're basically there. Um, they've got farm to market bread. They've got, um, you know, obviously local beer. Um, their uh, signature item on their menu is a Dutch oven short, ru- short rib stroganoff, which okay. sounds very delicious. But it's basically the, like the word food. stroganoff sounds gross. So I'll push you back so? on that. I think stroganoff is a terrible word for food. Well, this is short sounds rib gross. stroganoff. Yeah. It's just the pasta, pasta, right? I know, but it's a bad name for food. Okay. Stroganoff, sour cream, bad names for good foods. Okay. That's, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, Dior. Uh, Dior restaurant, 151st and Medcalf? Yes. Sure. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we've got, uh, let's see, uh, what's it called? Outpost. Outpost Social Club. That's right. So is this... Part of Panther Place or it, teaming up a sister? They're saying they're calling it a sister, uh, a sister concept. Okay. But it's the same owner, basically. So <clears throat> the owner of Panther's Place okay. owned the building right there. Yes. It's like in that little weird corner. They had Pollo was in that place. And mm-hmm. before that, there was like a sandwich spot in there. Then Pollo. Since Pollo moved locations, He's been looking for a tenant to fill that spot and be a restaurant, and he was kind of looking for someone to stay up, stay open late, so that it could be, so that the customers of Panther Panthers Place could come and eat food there. Okay, but uh, no one was really up for that, so he basically just started a restaurant himself. So it's oh, called yeah. 
Outpost Social Club. And it's going to be like open as long as Panther's Place is and basically kind of like a part of Panther's Place. Yeah. So I, I tried Panther's Place and talked about it on the pod. And, and as you remember, you got to you gotta follow them on the gram to know when they're open. That's right. Yeah. They don't a have a website. Type or vibe. Mm-hmm. No website or phone number, I don't think. Yeah. But it's easy to just... Uh, and I've been there and I saw the space as they were setting it up, Outpost. And so they're not like, uh, I got to walk to one, but it's like right there. So it's easy, very easy and would be an, a great spot to grab some food too. So exciting that they're opening. Um, I'm so hungry right now too. I'm starving too. This is like the worst time we could have done these food segments. Yeah. Well, if you uh, are hungry, I'll tell you something to not be hungry about. That's Don Cholitos. <laughs> Can't be hungry. Have you ever been? Yeah. Is it not good? It's like, uh, it, it's kind of Chipotle like in the way that you've been can, open for 50 years. You can see all the food being served. Um, oh, like El Rancho, maybe? Yeah, kind of like that. And I, it just looks a little sloppy mm. when I was in there. Like, I don't know if I'm trusting this burrito as much as I would trust, I don't know, Chipotle burrito or okay. something. So. <laughs> It could be could be me just turning my nose up at it a little bit. Sure. But it's just like I felt like the same security eating that burrito as I would like a gas station burrito. Mm. So and I, I could be off base, but they are closing. So Don Chilitos has been open for uh fifty years. They opened in nineteen seventy one. They are closing on uh December eleventh is their last day in operation. So um if you are craving one of these bur- smothered burritos you got to hit it up before December 11th. Um, basically, the owner, who's a second generation owner, um, sounds like he's just kind of ready to ready to hang it up. Um, Barry Cowden is his name. He's a second generation over uh, owner. Sorry, and uh, I think he's just retiring. And uh, December 11th is, is an interesting time to close because, like, Christmas is like the busiest time ever for restaurants. But mm-hmm. maybe he's anticipating a good push and then actually it might be the best time to close because then you just don't have to work during the holidays that's what i was thinking maybe he wants to just take the holidays off yeah and so he'll get like his christmas push a little Mm -hmm. early because of the announcement of his closing yeah kind of smart all right not working during the holidays i support i do barry cowden um all right let's try move into a little what we tried this week uh this week uh i got to try some poke bowls at poke san uh, which is on like 15th and Grand. Mm-hmm. So uh, next to, um, oh, there's a ramen place there. Um, there's a gentleman's club there, I believe. I've totally heard. Totally dude. Uh, but Poke-san uh, Sake Bar and Lounge is what I tried. Really good poke bowl. You were there for the poke, huh, Kev? I was there for the poke. Um, but yes, a very good poke bowl. Lots of good options of as far as like toppings to put on there. I got the salmon and spicy tuna, which was delicious. And then I was talking to the owner there. Turns out they've got karaoke on the weekends. Okay. So go get your poke on, get your karaoke on all in the same night. Is poke is poke Japanese or what is what is it? Um what is native Hawaiian? Cuisine? Hawaiian, okay. Oh, okay. Well, uh well there's karaoke involved at Poke-san. And it's a cool location right there on 15th and Grand, too. And it's upstairs on the second floor. What's on the first floor? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Maybe an office or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, up on the second floor. Pretty cool little setup. And uh, it's karaoke on the weekends. 
What were you doing? Well, there's karaoke at Cigar Box on Friday and Saturday nights, but only one person gets to do it. Only one person. Only mm-hmm. only one guy gets to do the karaoke at Cigar exactly. Box. Exactly. Um, all right. This week, I tried um, Homegrown in yeah, Brookside. Yeah, you did. I'm did. excited to hear how it is. I got it for carryout, so okay. I was a single father this weekend. Not not a big deal. Hashtag Thank humble you for brag. Your service. Um, uh, my wife was out of town. I let her go out of town and wow. just single fathered it. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Uh, but when you when you when that's happening, you just get all the sympathy from like in laws and grandparents yeah. and everyone's just like, How can we help? We know you're not going to make it. Yeah, that's like, just a what that... can we do to help you because you're going to need Yeah, the that's help. low key like not a great thing. God, not a good look for you. Like, it feels nice, but then everyone's also very concerned. Okay, but also... <laughs> like, when you go out of town, everyone's like, oh, okay, Megan's, Megan's got, got it. it. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, it, it's really not dad, that hard. the dumb dad, the dumb you dad, get the dumb dad sympathy. Needs help. Mm-hmm. I need all... But, uh, no, it was pretty easy. But my father-in-law and mother-in-law did bring me breakfast on Saturday morning. Homegrown. They brought me homegrown. I got the eggs Benedict. They, there's... Mm. Three different types of eggs Benedict. I went with traditional. Okay. Gotta check it out. Gotta see what they're all about. Yep. Uh, it was very delicious. You can order uh, the eggs Benedict like soft, medium, or hard. So you can get the eggs in a different, how, how yolky or jammy you want Okay. You want the eggs. Uh, really good English muffins on there. Very, very good hollandaise sauce. Fantastic packaging too. Would you go with a... Um, a harder egg maybe because you've got the hollandaise sauce or do you still like the I like egg? a me- I like it medium mm-hmm. because I like it not runny it's called jammy okay. so it's not like the yolk hasn't gotten like yellow but the yolk is like orange okay. and, it's, and it's like I jammy I think I would like that too because I've got that hollandaise sauce which is egg yeah. based already it's like the it's like the consistency of like a of a jam okay that's that's like medium or or I've heard people call it like jammy and mm-hmm. you can ask for that um, great packaging too the takeout packaging is very good. Okay. And then we got some pancakes for James. I obviously had some because James can't eat a whole stack of flapjacks. Yeah. But the pancakes were very light and fluffy, very mm. delicious. Both James and I loved those. And then we got, um, they make homemade Pop-Tarts. Oh, wow. Lemon and brown sugar. Both very delicious. Very a little flaky. pastry. Too. Very, very mm. flaky. Okay. And they actually lasted like they were good on Sunday and this morning. Yeah, the pop tarts were still. good. I think their thing is the homegrown. It is supposed to be kind of uh, very much made from scratch type of food. Too. Well, it tasted like it, so good. Uh, homegrown, even to go. I've heard it's good from others there because they they'll do a boozy brunch. Mm. Um, but even to go, very good. I need to get great there. packaging. I need to get there. All right. Um, oh, and the potatoes were, were served with the uh, eggs Benedict. Very good. Mm, like the breakfast potatoes. Yeah. Oh. Like the little squares. Yeah, I love the potato mm. squares. So that's homegrown. Uh, took the place of Avenue's Bistro in Brookside. Nice. Um, all right. Uh, let's move into our Kansas Cityans of the week. This week we're talking baseball. Champs. Champs. Championships. Got three Multiple of them. Multiple championships. Got three of them. Let's start with the hometown Kansas City Monarchs. What uh, league did they win? The American Association. The American Association. I think they like swept. They were they dominant. Swept. They were the one seed, I believe, in the playoffs, and yeah. then brought yeah. home the brought home the championship out at uh, what's the ballpark called? It's called uh, Legends Field. Actually. Legends Field. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the Monarchs that'll pay the bills. The Kansas City Monarchs. If 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 you uh, forgot. They are just rebranded to the Kansas City Monarchs. They were the T-Bones, mm-hmm. KC T-Bones. Um, their previous slogan was fun, well done. Yes. Which, come on. 
Well, it is fun not to pay your bills. It's also fun. <laughs> it's also not fun to order a steak well done. So I think that's what they're getting at, you know, because they were the T-bones. Oh, uh, yeah. A well-done steak is not fun at all. Not at Their all. Their new slogan, Century Branding to the Monarchs, and this is, again, in full cooperation and, and partnership with the Negro Leagues Museum, mm-hmm. and Bob Kendrick down there, to, to be called the Monarchs. Um, it's Rain Reborn. Okay, I like that. So, so not rain. I yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, they they swept uh, best of five series. They won two first two on the road. They won game three uh, at home for the championship. I don't know. It's just called the American Association. Like, is it the American Association of baseball? Of baseball? I don't or know. Or is it just the American Association? Don't know. All right. Well, they won. The Monarchs won. Um, they had a great season. Finished uh, sixty nine and thirty one. Nice, nice. They uh, had a six and zero postseason. They nice. won thirty two of their last thirty four home games. That's hot. Thirty two and two. That's and home field advantage out home. there. So that's freaking yeah. Legends Field. Everyone's talking about it. They had thirty five hundred people out there for the championship. Good game, for so. them. Um, Paulo Orlando got the scoring going. Yeah, he uh, plays for them. Got Christian the Colon. I thought played for him for at one point really? this year too. Nice, I believe Legend. so. Yeah. So this is their third championship. They won the championship in 2008. They won the 2018 championship, and now 2021. Oh, man, Kansas City baseball. Uh, Kansas City organization. Uh, let's start with uh, High A, the Quad City River Bandits, Ooh. champs of High A ball. Champs Impressive. of High A ball. Their stadium. Have you seen it? No. Sweet. Uh, I believe Where's it's it Davenport, at? Iowa. Davenport. And literally Davenport does more with their riverfront than Kansas City. Damn it. They've got a sweet stadium right there on it. Nice development right there. Parks and all that. Very nice little hidden gem of minor league baseball. And then the Northwest Arkansas. Oh, Na- oh yeah. Go ahead. The Quad City Bandits, River Bandits. This is their 12th championship. Oh, wow. Best of five series. They beat... Iowa rival Cedar Rapids Colonels. Okay. Five nothing. Um, but in game four, they had a walk off dong to extend the series to go to game five. See you tomorrow night. I can just hear Joe Buck saying it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they had the best record in their division 77 and 41. So Love it. Pretty dominant. Very dominant. All right. Uh, also winning a championship, uh, the Northwest Arkansas Naturals won the AA Central League Championship. Let's go. Uh, which I believe they they beat the Wichita Wind. What are they called? Wichita Wichititties? Wichita Wind Surge, not mm, Tornadoes. That's... The Wichita Wind Surge. That's is, a that, name... is, that a, is that a woke name change? I don't know because somebody the, – well, we have the Storm Chasers, mm-hmm. but I think – the storm chasers after a bad tornado in Oklahoma City, they had to go play there like the next day or something, mm. and it it was bad, or I don't know. What's wrong with chasing some, storms? I don't know. Trying to educate. Yeah, maybe we had to like take our logo off the hat for that game. How or something dare? Like that. I mean, Bill Paxton, yeah, and Helen Hunt. <laughs> they worked too who, hard. That's who we named this that's this franchise after. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but uh, they completed a three game sweep of the Wichita. Wind surge uh, to win the double A championships. Wind surge, you got to change. That's can't make that up. It's that's got to change. And that's their bad tri- name. That's the triple A affiliate. Who's double A? Oh, double A. That's the double A okay. affiliate. Yeah. The Naturals is a sweet name. Naturals is a sweet name. So uh, another championship. The first, 
I believe since 2010. Let's go. You might remember guys who were on that team, like Eric Hosmer, Mike Moustakis. So this team, Nick Prado, MJ Melinda. They were on it for a while. Yeah, for yeah, the first like 30, 40 games. So, pretty awesome. Yeah. Champs. Um, MJ oh, Melendez uh, has 41 home runs, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. I saw a stat that Melendez, Can Bobby you play right Witt, field? Melendez, Bobby Witt, and Prado, the three of them have more home runs than like a, a couple minor league teams. Yeah. So can they play? Can uh, MJ Melendez? Play they've right they've been moving around lately. Can yeah. Prado play right field? I think Melendez threw somebody out at third base the other sweet. day. It was pretty sweet. What will right Prado field. play? First base, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, Carlos Santana holds that spot now. And yeah, I mean, I why would you heard. have traded Carlos Santana at the I don't know if you've heard, but he's, but he's hitting 133 in September. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Have you seen him since June 7th? No. Since like June, it's it's in the 150 range. Yeah, it's not good. It's b- way below the Mendoza line. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So those are our Kansas Cityans of the week, uh, our minor league affiliates, and the Kansas City Mar- Monarchs for bringing home some trophies, some hardware. Uh, let's move on to our personal pine tar this week. I'm surprised to see yours because hmm. I love the smell of gasoline. Okay, here it is, Kev. Here's the thing. I This is mm, 5% serious, okay. 95% joking. I love the smell of gas. If there's any neuroscientist... Or or brain doctor is isn't isn't is Jesse is she she's a brain doctor right yes okay uh-huh. so Jesse I need your help with this she doesn't listen okay damn it well, she doesn't hey, listen no. this long yeah 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 maybe oh, Jesse if you're listening text me Jean's listening her mom is listening okay Jean tell Jesse Jean tell Jesse <laughs> I'm five percent serious ninety five percent joking on this okay but the smell of gasoline has completely changed for me. Ooh. And so my fear is that there's a, a my fear is there's a tumor in my brain <laughs> messing with my smells. Uh-huh. I haven't lost the sm- sense of smell. It has completely changed. And this this has been going on for like four months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people were like, oh, it was probably COVID. But it was like, it wasn't anywhere. I got COVID like back in February. Haven't had it since, obviously. And so like, it has nothing to do with that. The only, so anyways, I used to like the smell of gasoline and it smelled a certain way. Mm-hmm. Then, and I don't know what it was because all of a sudden I started like smelling something weird, like right outside my garage. Yeah. And um, I remember being like, gosh, what is that smell? I cannot find it out. Like I've never, this is a weird smell. I've never smelled it before. I thought like maybe it's a dead animal somewhere. Maybe it's like burning leaves. It kind of smelled like, I was like, what is this? So finally I, I'm like filling gas up and I'm starting to put pieces together and I'm realizing it that it's the smell of gasoline now. It's mm. completely changed for me. That's wild. It smell it smells awful to me now. It smells like it smells like kind of a burning hair mixed with uh burning leaves type of thing, kind of uh, and, and like a dead animal ish. Like cuz that's what I was looking for. And uh so anyways, it's completely changed. Also the taste of red bell peppers has changed a little bit for me as well. I still taste it just like I still smell gasoline, but it tastes differently than it's ever tasted before in my entire life. So the smell of gasoline, I don't like it anymore. It really is awful and has me mm, maybe a little bit concerned that I have a a brain tumor. Oh, that's wild. Uh, I thought I had heard before that um, every so often your taste buds basically are all all change replaced and are replaced. And so that's why sometimes as you get older, things that maybe didn't taste good at one point do yeah. now. 
I wonder I if that has that something was... to do with then your sense of smell mm-hmm. and gasoline changing for you. It hasn't changed for me. Okay. Yeah, so that's a you thing. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no doubt. It's definitely I have not noticed a change. So in the any smell if of there's any if there's any brain doctors out there, mm-hmm. if you're even like, mm, that's weird, let me know. Yeah. If not, and Jesse, if I die <laughs> because of a brain tumor. Only one person to blame. <laughs> you. You could. I'll tell her she could save a life by listening to the podcast. This That's week. true. Yeah. Very true. Um, all right. Uh, my personal pine tar. I'll stay gas station related. Quick trip. If you buy lottery tickets there, I hate you. Okay. Because it's called quick trip, and mm-hmm. you you know what makes it a long trip? People getting out the cash to buy lottery tickets. Okay. There's nothing worse than like being stuck in line at quick trip. Because someone is thinking about thinking about which ticket which tickets they're gonna get, and that mm-hmm. takes a second. Scratchers, and they're like, "All right, well, here's how much cash I have. Let me do the math here. How many two dollar ones can I buy? How many five dollar ones mm-hmm. can I buy?" And now I'm in a hurry, trying to get back out to the car, and I'm just sitting in line. And then so now you you've got to just so you can huff gasoline. Yeah, now you've got to sit there and wait for the whole cash exchange. Mm-hmm. And now Quick Trip has turned into a long trip. So either. We've got to get some like self-serving lottery machines. They have those everywhere. So let's get some of those in quick trips mm-hmm. or something because I'm not a lottery person. I don't play the lottery. I don't buy scratchers. I could care less about the Powerball. I don't care how high the number gets. I'm not buying lottery tickets. Mm. And so I hate when people are doing that and you have to pay for cat, pay for it in cash. And I just sit behind you. Now my quick trip's a long trip. It sucks. It's also awful when they bring up all their old tickets that Ugh. have winners on them. So yeah. then they've got like a stack of six old tickets that then the person is scanning and seeing how much cash they get. Then they get the cash and then they just buy more tickets with it. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a very like besides the fact that it's just, you know, the lottery is a tax on poor people and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. It's inconvenient to me. Mm-hmm. It's inconvenient to yeah. me because it's, it's making me lo- wait 35 more seconds at the quick trip. Mm-hmm. When I'm in a hurry, I don't want to do it. Yep. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Or like you just have to just get to the back of the line if you're if you're buying a lottery ticket. Okay. All right. Or have a, I don't know. I think the vending machines of lottery tickets. They do. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Mixed plate time. Mix it up. All right, we talked about a couple restaurants opening out south, so we, we thought did. we'd have a very uh, we'd focus on South of Ninety Fifth Street. Yeah, our favorite restaurants. South best, of Ninety Fifth, best restaurants south of Ninety Fifth. I think that's out south. Yeah, think, yeah, we're declaring that out south. Yeah, I, I would say maybe four thirty five, like outside the loop. Most, I think most of mine are. Yeah, but Ninety Fifth Street's a good. That's out south. Okay, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. That'd be a good debate to have. With yeah, some people it would be. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we got here? So best restaurants outside. out south. All yeah. right. Uh, episode one twenty six. I think I got to start and kick this thing off. Wow, mm. this is tough. It's tough to. It was hard be to the find. first pick. So so the the, the other the parameters we had this. on this was it can't be like Joe's KC in Leewood, right? right. Or it yeah. can't be like it's, uh, the Peanut out south. Yeah, it's. If there is another, like this has to be flagship. It has to be flagship, right? Yeah, out south. Flagship out south. Like can be Q thirty nine out south, right? Because obviously, thirty ninth Street is not out south. Okay, all right. So uh, my meet number one that I'm gonna go with. Then I'm gonna go with Jasper's. Jasper's as my meet number Jaspers, one. Yeah, Jasper's. Um, so Jasper's great, fine Italian dining. I've never been. Um, oh, you're missing out. I know. You are missing out. It's I've very good. It's very good. Uh, I, it was like. I mean, it's in a weird location to be as good as it is, I think, a little bit, that 103rd Street strip mall, but uh, I like it. Tasty. 
classy, very local, and like kind of established too. So for sure, yeah, like it. Uh, the um, the table made table side uh, mozzarella. Yes, tough to beat. Uh huh. Meat number one for me. Um, I'm going with uh, Martin City Brew Co. That's good. And Pub. Um, either one. They both they both fit the uh, the, yeah. the rules. Mission the Mar- Farms or I I've been to the Mission Farms one much more frequently than the one in Martin City, but both are very good. I have not tried the new like uh, seafood concept that they built out the new Martin City one, but Martin City Brew Co. Delicious pizza good bar food in general and just like an awesome restaurant because their beer is very good fun fun place to go and a great great pizza i think yeah i agree all right um meet number two here uh i think this is my favorite out south uh mexican restaurant k machos k machos have you been to k machos before don't they advertise on like on eight they're on the radio yes Que Machos, uh, you got no Latha location and Overland Park location. Mm. Uh, so you know it's a true, true to being out south. No doubt. Um, and yeah, some of the best uh, carne asada fajitas that I've had before. Very good steak fajitas. Um, and I mean. Is this the new Clint Eastwood movie? Que Macho? No, it's Cry Macho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, good queso. Um, I mean, I just. I, I it's one of those places too where I, I had a lot of trouble finding one thing that I wanted to order. So great, great chips and salsa as well. Do you think they like they? It was like how macho, like K, like Q <laughs> Q U E. Like, is how it started. Like, because why would it be called K Machos with just like a K, right? Like mm-hmm. K Machos. Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. So maybe it started as K. Like Q U E machos, like mm-hmm. how macho? Yeah, how much are you? Can you eat this chimichanga eat this burrito? Huge ass burrito with, and yeah, it's cheesy. Uh, like, I, and I'm not saying like cheesy, like the cheesy <laughs> smile, but like but physically campy. cheesy. Yeah, um, and I love that. Okay. Mexican, like you can tell me that's not super authentic, and I don't care. I love Mexican cheese, and so wait, so it's cheesy as in queso. Queso. Oh, okay. It's cheesy as in queso. I thought you meant queso it's... on everything. Okay, it's good. Love it. Mm-hmm. So, meat number one for me. I'm getting hungry, man. Looking at this meat menu. number two. Also, for there's me. a a menu item called the El Kevin, which maybe maybe it's Kevin Macho. Yeah, it's a six ounce steak, uh, topped with six ounces. Well, that's not super macho, but there's a ton of other food with it and a taco on the side. So. All right, meet number Kevin Machos. Meet number uh, two for me. Um, I am going with I'm going with Rye in Mission Farms. Uh, that's the original location. I was going to say they opened sir, the second location on the plaza. Sir, the original location challenge flag. No, no, no. The original location is Mission be. Farms. I found out otherwise. Uh, I'll, I might Google it. You might tell me not to Google it right now. <laughs> Google it right now. It's definitely the original location. It's like the, it, it was it was like the the first restaurant in that Mission Farms development okay. when it started. Remember when that used to be just like Nothing. a horse farm? Yeah, and we would we would drive out to Leewood Pool and there'd just be like a horse running around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, r- rise my uh, my meat number two. Great uh, fried chicken. Great uh, elevated bar food. Um, really good cocktails too. And uh, an awesome patio at the Out South location because, of course, we're talking Out South restaurants. We are. The patio out there is uh, it's a great patio uh, and it's in the shade. 
in uh, the evening. So perfect patio. That's good. That's good. All right. Side number one for me. Uh, I'm going to tr- take another trip out south here, obviously, <laughs> with uh, Thai House. This is a big one for you. Thai House is doing well. I don't know if you've seen. They're doing so well. They just got some new signage out there, too, on 99th and oh Holmes. Oh, my gosh. I have not. Yeah, they got some new signage. Looks great. Um, if you go in there on lunch, I, which I haven't been in on lunch since COVID hit, but they would have a house piano player. Whoa. Like, kind of playing in a... Um, I would say the music had like, I hope this sounds right, Asian theme to it a okay. little bit. The keyboard did. Oh, I love But okay. like pop songs. Oh, I like that. Okay. So very nice, relaxing, great pianist there. Uh, and then the food, by the way. Pianist. Is, you better hope you say that right. Yeah, too. I know. The food, by the way, is incredible. It must be mm-hmm. going well with the new signage that they just put up. So Thai House, 99th and Holmes, fantastic. They're on all the delivery apps too. So mm-hmm. very easy to get access to. Great portion sizes. Would recommend. Got to see this sign. All right. Side number one for me. Um, I'm going with I'm going with RC's. Okay. That's classic. Again in Martin City. Fried chicken up fried your chicken. list here. Yeah. Um, RC's, uh, not only do they have delicious fried chicken, uh, but it used to be a good spot to go and underage drink. So I hope uh, RC's ownership, I don't yep. care if they're listening to this, mm-hmm. but- Good place to, to sneak and drink when you were uh, not 21 uh, for all those like out south friends of yours. And uh, yeah, great fried chicken. Good spot to watch a game too. I watched uh, the Royal Royals Orioles, uh, one of those games mm-hmm. out there um, after softball one night. Played darts, had a great time. RC's. I'm, we might have to do a mixed plate of this, but I think it might be the best fried chicken in the city. Yeah, we could. That's a good mixed plate. Okay. Write it down. Write it down. No, you um, write it down. Okay, I'll write it down. Write it down. Um, all right. Here's an idea for you. Would recommend this place. I don't know if you've been yet, uh, but this side number two. just side number two, just barely out south far enough to meet our requirements here, but Brobeck's Barbecue. Mm. I've over, had it catered, but I've never eaten it. It's over by uh, the old Health Plus on yeah. 103rd and Row. <laughs> the old Health Plus. And Dairy Queen used to there be used there, to be too, Queen. where you cut your tongue open. There um, used to be uh, <clears throat> softball fields back there. Mm-hmm. I think there still are some soccer and softball fields. Row Pool, I don't think, is anymore, though. I think they turned that into tennis courts. Uh, I don't know if there's a pool there anymore. Okay. Uh, but so it's right in between Bro and Nall, I believe. No, no, no. It's in between Bro and Mission. Mission. Mm-hmm. Okay, on like Indian Creek Parkway, I think. Nope. So, nope. That's no, not what it's called. I don't think so. Uh, dude, I'm gonna Google that because I'm correct. <laughs> yeah, so there their was address uh, is, It's by McLean's. Their address is 4615 Indian Creek Parkway. Damn so, it. Uh, nailed it. Um, great barbecue. They got a little thing called a smoked baked potato that'll knock your socks off. Wow. Very, very good side. To have, and then they just do everything well. Uh, I've gotten the the whole chicken there a couple times. Very good. Yeah. So would recommend it. They do catering too. Brobacks barbecue. Nice. Brobacks. I do like Brobacks. I've only had it catered, but it was very good. Um, all right. Side number two for me. Um, I got my top four here, so I'm stoked. Uh, my yeah. Plate. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little little place. It's in Olathe. Um, it's called Sierra Grill. Sierra Grill. It's like. An all wood fire grill oh, restaurant. Uh, it's in like an old, like Arby's or Taco Bell or something okay. like that. Like, it, like the building is definitely like an old um, fast food restaurant, but it is seriously good. It's on 110th, like basically College and Lackman. Okay, hilarious, just street names. Don't know where that is. Nope. <laughs> um, 
and it it, it you Blackman's would you would like drive past it yeah. because because it's near like a business park where there's just like you know one lane roads and like a lot of like not businesses with storefronts but like businesses that don't care about having storefronts you know and they don't care, have like customers that walk up so it's kind of like you might miss it but it is it's very very good uh it's called sierra grill they've got a good bar great great lunch and uh, i i would recommend it It, it's basically santa fe trail lackman road college boulevard right in there if you're out in olathe you will not regret hitting up sierra grill it is very very delicious so um yeah would recommend that and i've only had it once but it was very good okay all right uh honorable mention any any ones you left off i was thinking about uh red rock canyon grill is pretty good corbin park in a red um, rock candy but it's not too. like a Kansas City local. I think it's a Wichita thing, or maybe they're like around like Wichita and Tulsa. I think. Mm-hmm. But there's one out south too, really good wood fire. Like chicken is their specialty. Yeah, wood fire. Speaking of wood fire, Jay Gilbert's. Yeah, pretty good. Very good. Jay Alexander's pretty good. Some good steakhouses out there. Um, I've never been, but people really like Paulo and Bills. Never been there. I think uh, it's I had Taco the Talk of the Town. Which is a nice little bar. Yeah. It's really good. There's one in, I think, again, Olathe Overland Park. Yeah. Really solid. Jess and Jim's Steakhouse. That's classic. Providence Pizza out in Grandview. Yeah. Very really good. good. They We've got a Westport that. location. Uh-huh. Dos Dioros, the Never taco place. It. It's a taco place in like 130th in Holmes. Um, basically in Sand that trap, little Sand bar and mall. grill. Yeah. Out at the sand volleyball pit. Yeah. Or courts. Um, what else did I have? Uh oh, Blue Koi. It's just out in Mission Farms now. Oh yeah, it closed but it, on thirty nine. But it started on thirty nine. But it's closed there now. It's mm. only on Mission Farms, okay. and Blue Koi is also very delicious. Okay, so lots of great, great, great offerings. There you go, out south of ninety fifth Street. So that'll do it for us this week. Again, be sure to vote for us, best local pod. You have till September thirtieth. Check us out on social media at State Your Line, and we'll see you around Kansas City. 